Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Episode You know what? I miss penis. What a dick. Are you a boner guy? What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W. TP WATP 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 Hello everybody it's Cuzroos welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts the only show that does back to back episodes and then puts them out days later in order to fulfill two episodes per week as we have promised everybody I am joined by the great Chrissy Mayer once again. Oh Chrissy. Thanks Hey-o. for letting me continue to stay at your house. Yes. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and Frank is here as well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on, Frank. Producer Chris is, is lurking in the background in the shadows <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> and uh, this is a midweek episode that I have entitled... The Dabbler with the Dabble Queen. Wow. That's right. Chrissy is here to discuss what's going on with Stuttering John. There's so much to discuss. As I mentioned, we're recording this on Saturday, so there might be new things that happen between now and Thursday when we put this out. But as of right now, the latest is that John was bragging about calling the Rochester Police Department on me. Jesus. And maybe we should start there. Let's let's get that up. I, I played this. Did I play this on the bonus show? I think maybe. Anyway, whatever. It was so long it's ago. Like, I forget that the stuttering John, the Howard Stern, Jay Leno. That that holds a lot of weight to a lot of these congressmen and women. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that guy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You know, I just called. I have a you know. I have an issue. I called the Rochester Police Department and. And you know, and the detect and the detective on the phone happened to be named John, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, stuttering John, man, love you, brother. And it's just like, like, it's just so weird. Like, you know, I guess, I guess that era, you know, it, it was such a rememberable. There was no internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. True. true. So that's where I was radio and television. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Rememberable, also known as memorable. Yeah, remember more, more, more ball. It was even more memorable. Remember more ball. Maybe he's confusing it with the Pokemon Remoraid, which is like a fish eel type figure. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was confusing there, Chrissy. I think you nailed it for sure. 
Now, have you guys ever heard of a so like a let's let's say that John is a public figure. I'll use the term celebrity very loosely. Bragging about trying to have somebody arrested on his show. That's something that you would kind of do like on the sly a little bit, right? Yeah. He's very again nonchalantly bringing up that he called Rochester police, but like really the theme is he's still very relevant and popular and famous. He's tweeting about it. He tweeted yeah, that he had a that. great conversation with the RPD and he'll tell us all about it at some point. I have yet to be arrested. I want to put, put that out there. Anything can happen between now and Thursday. But so far, I haven't been arrested. Have for you anything. spoken to them? Have you called no. them and been like, hey? No. There could be a not. knock at the door at any time. At any time. Yeah, for sure. They're, you know, they don't have anything going on. When this comes out, you might be in jail. That's true. <laughs> Producer so. Chris will have to put this out for me. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use my uh, my one phone call to call into John's show. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have the, the phone system up yet. Oh. I, I was talking about putting together a compilation of all the things John said would happen that haven't happened. <laughs> There's thousands of them at this point. He's always talking about, oh, I'm saving up money. I'm going to get a phone system in here. It'll be like a real show, real call-in show. You don't need a phone system. I'm going to get a big boy bike. <laughs> what I think is unfortunate, Carl, is that if he's resorting to calling the Rochester Police Department, yeah. it probably means that any... Um, moves that he's made with the great Michael Popak have not worked out. Correct. Yeah, That's what it means to me. So, yes, people are speculating that it's to have them serve me with whatever lawsuit he has, but that's not what the case is because I got the cease and desist. I've responded to that, so now... They probably haven't received You've my neither response ceased yet. Nor <laughs> well, I have. I don't do any of the things they accuse me of doing. I'll, I'll hand it to you after this. You have to read it. It's okay. pretty funny. So... This, th- I think he really is trying to get me criminally arrested Damn. for bullying. I don't know. I don't know what he thinks is I'm doing that's against the law. Well, Did you, know, you take his lunch money? <laughs> no. He's been a substitute teacher, so he knows how, how dangerous bullying is. Right. So maybe that's the angle. Firsthand. Maybe he thinks he can go to the principal's office. <laughs> yeah. He is that meme of the guy that puts the stick in his own bike and then falls over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was Carl. <laughs> I don't know if he thinks I'm going to get detention or something. Like the RPD are going to be like, you can't podcast for two weeks. Yeah. You're going to get a talking to. <laughs> They're going to call your parents. So anyway, John this past week tweeted that he had a conversation with the RPD trying to scare me or something. But that wasn't even the worst tweets he put out this week. So Artie Lang. Oh, shit. I forgot to talk to Jim about this. God damn it. I'm such an idiot. Artie Lang put out a tweet that he's finished some program, some drug rehab program, and he just wanted to let everybody know that things are going well for him, and everyone's like, good, that's great. Great to hear. So John tweets out, I'm happy to see my friend Artie, at Artie Quitter, so he tagged him in it, has completed his drug rehab. I know that Artie and I have had our problems, Twitter wars, on-air fights, etc., which I know now was because he was using. But at the end of the day, I will always love him and consider him a friend, hashtag Artie. Which is a shitty thing to write. Just letting you know that it was all your fault. Yes, it was all your fault. (laughs) It reminds you of Homer when uh, Marge has a gambling problem. You have a gambling problem. problem. Just fucking rubbing his face in it. And then Homer gets Marge a a present of a bowling ball. (laughs) (laughs) That that old gag. Yeah. What's the point of hashtag Artie, though? Hashtag Artie is weird, too, right? Yeah. I want to make sure everyone sees this. Ugh. So Not Artie Lang. That isn't even the worst one, though. He then follows up with this. I've never, ever in my life had a fight with at Artie Quitter when he was sober. 
He was my closest friend on the show, which is why he was the only person I told about Leno. I never started a fight with Artie in my life. All fights were started by him when he was under the influence. Again, it's all his fault. That's insane. That's all patently false, too. Well, of course. I mean, we've we've seen the pod, we've heard yeah. the podcast. We know what has happened between these two. So it's insane that he says that. Like, Artie, like, say, oh, get a little jab and just bust his balls. And John's response is, kill yourself! Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Slow your roll there, buddy. But the best is somebody posted that tweet that I just read on the Dabblers subreddit. And Eugenius the Great, I'm reading his response again. He's, he's killing it. I hate when people blame their addictions for shit they say slash do. John took it to the next level, blamed other people's addictions for the shit he said slash did. Oh what a God. scumbag. That's how terrible addiction is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an asshole. Addiction is the reason why I'm not getting enough super chats. Uh, what, a total, what a total asshole. Wow. All right. Let's get into this episode that John put out on Thursday. You can see that Ron Filipowski joins, but he's not the first guest. And this is John starting off the show. Yeah, baby. Welcome to the world-famous Stuttering John podcast with your favorite host, the world-famous Stuttering John. Got to figure this green screen out right now, but I'm not going to do that because I know I have my guest who is a very popular guest. He's on MSNBC all the time. Please welcome the great Hugo Lowell to the show. How are you, buddy? All right, so this is the first Asian guest he's ever had, right? You think so? I don't. I don't pay that close <laughs> well, attention. Prop mic, by the way, it's not plugged in. Well, do you hear how bad that sounds? Yeah. It sounds like shit. So the green screen is not centered. You can see heart, part of his room in the background, so that looks like shit. I mean, that's the the one rule about green screens: either cover it all or don't cover any. Yeah. What are you doing? It just looks childish, and he sounds like shit. It just sounds like he's not even using the mic. Like maybe he's using his laptop. It's, it's not plugged in, or so he's got the wrong yeah. thing clicked. We didn't Maybe. Have time for a mic check. He had limited time. So people call him out on that, and he does go into the fact that it's because he cleared his house out or his room out. He got rid of all the cardboard boxes. Wow. And that's why it sounds like shit. The roaches were providing insulation that helped with the sound. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a second. But first, I just like that because John thinks he's a political pundit. He's talking to this guy who's actually at the House of Representatives, and he's reporting for MSNBC, and John can't keep up with any of the conversation that they're having. Oh, what votes are you talking about? Sorry. Um, they're voting on amendments to the NDAA, uh, which is kind of our only opportunity to grab some of the members today. So I have to go and grab them um, and then come back. But um, I'm just... Keeping an eye out on it for the moment. No, it's okay, Hugo. I appreciate that you're on. What does NDAA stand for? Uh, the National <laughs> Defense uh, Authorization Act. It's the annual oh. um, defense spending bill. And so oh. it's like a big priority for Congress. Right. Okay, well, okay. Let me get right into it with you, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> so what John does is he reads MSNBC, and then he repeats all the talking points that he saw on there. And thinks that he's actually smart when it comes to politics. Sounds easy. We were just doing the yeah. Red Scare podcast earlier. Yep. And these are people who are crazy, but at least they actually understand what they're talking about and have thoughts in their own ad that they come up with and yeah. opinions. John just regurgitates. He doesn't even know what the NDAA is. 
He should probably have known that before having this particular guest <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you would think so. It's coming to you live from the NDAA. And he's just like embarrassed. You can tell he's yeah. letting him know right away. Okay, I'm looking at my phone. I could go at any minute. Like, I'm yeah. letting you know I have a hard out. And that hard out is literally... Any minute, any now. minute yeah. now. And guess what, Chrissy? That's exactly what happens. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got to go. Did he think that this was going to be a professional podcast? He's been on John's show before. Oh, God. I don't know if he'll come back again. Maybe he thinks this is a make-a-wish. <laughs> yeah, I got to do I, I do some charity work. It's just something that you know I believe in. Yeah, Community so, service. He has hours. This is Hugo giving him the boot 10 minutes into the interview. Um, I really have to dash but um, uh, I will come back again soon, please, Hugo. Yeah, no, like I'm, I'm glad we managed to get this done, and um, finally, like we get to sit down again because this is always really fun. Um, it's just that it's a very, very busy news cycle, I as you know. I <laughs> but um, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. All right, Hugo, take care. Thanks. All right, the great Hugo Lowell. Um, unfortunately, he had to go a little bit earlier than I anticipated, but uh, I didn't know that he <laughs> he's mad. He was. Um, you know, yeah. You know, he didn't have really that much time at all, which really kind of stinks because uh, <laughs> oh, I have so much more to talk to him about. But no, he doesn't know what to talk about. He's got to fill time before yeah. his next guest comes on because he usually does an hour with each guest. He does a two-hour show. Wow. Hour with the first person, hour with the second person. Let's them just talk at him the whole time. So he's not prepared to fill this kind of time. So he texts. Ron Filipowski is like, can you come on sooner? And the guy's like watching golf. He's like, I, yeah, all right, you know, whatever. So now John has to oh, fill man. some time. I was just, uh, the questions that I would ask uh, him, I'm just going to ask you. <laughs> right, yeah. So are you at um, DC right now? <laughs> no. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is John's assessment of the C- uh, January 6th trial that's going on, or whatever you want to call that. I mean, when you watch the Jan 6 committee, it, I mean, how much more evidence do you fucking need? This guy's as guilty as sin for so much. He's still on the, this is how all of these people are. They're still worried about Trump. They're this obsessed. Is, this is, there, CNN <laughs> was on briefly the other day at Stand Up New York because I was doing a spot there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. These are the only places that play CNN still are like, you know, comedy clubs and restaurants who are absently just have it on. And all they were talking about was Trump. Still. It's insane. I, I, I couldn't believe it. It's almost two years now. Yeah. And they're still obsessed with Donald Trump. And and he's guilty, and they want to find him guilty, and, like, and all this kind of shit. He's not thinking about you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's over it. Why aren't you, guys, you over it? You sound it? like a, a like a jealous ex. They also think this is a trial. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's very. This is the same exact type of hearing that I think the Major League Baseball players did 15 right. years ago. Rafael Palmero shaking his finger. Nothing happens from this. Yeah, Sammy Sosa's not in prison. No, neither. <laughs> you know. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those sixty-six home runs. Show. Yeah, right. It is all for show, for sure. Um, so then people explain to John that he sounds like shit and he tries to figure out how microphones work. Okay. Let me explain something to everybody. And this is experience. This is, this is the world according to John. This is the stuttering John world. For all of those who don't know, we did pitch a reality show because I maintain, uh, no, I'm using my real mic. <laughs> no, I'm using my Scarlet. Check, 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 check. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely using it. So I don't know why. Crazy it's echo. just because I, you know, I moved out all the boxes in my room because it was just. I just said, you know, I'm sick of these cardboard. There's like there was like 10, 15 cardboard boxes. Why? So I said, you know, John, just put it in storage. So I just took everything out and put it in storage, which is why it's a little echoey. Because you know, I like the room. You know, it was all cluttered and stuff, and you know. So I decided to just move everything now out. Now my green so it might screen be can breathe. I got to get some of those. Um, I got to buy insul- gray sponge-like sound muffling things so I could soak up some of the audio. I think he's moving uh, into a storage uh, the, unit. The mic's <laughs> further away. Is that better? Tell, I want it to me. be closest to All my right. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's not using the microphone correctly. This guy has been in broadcasting his entire life right. and doesn't know the microphone should be closer to your mouth than that. And then we wouldn't be hearing it ricochet off the walls coming back to it. How does he not know how that works? Oh, because of the boxes. <laughs> the stuttering sounds better from a distance. I also like the way he makes decisions. He goes, and I, I said, John, we got to get these boxes out of here. <laughs> it took him two years to figure out to stop using his, his shitty apartment as a storage facility. And then he's like, declares like, I had a conversation with myself. Right. And we came to the determination that I don't need these boxes in here. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, if the roaches didn't give it away. <laughs> yeah. What was your first clue? All the boxes say, like, clothes to wear when I lose 30 pounds. <laughs> these are all my size twos. One day. These I are will... my gold pants. Yeah, these are my Tonight Show blazers. Shirts without holes. <laughs> you might want to not put those in storage, John. Keep those around. You're going to need those Framed ones. pictures of me when I had a career. All right, so now John has to fill. 30 minutes. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, he great. was not prepared to do this. Let's call the Rochester Police Department. Uh, <laughs> I got a friend over there, Detective John. Is John there, please? Can Rem- he play? Remember me? Can John play for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now John has to figure out what to talk about. You'll never believe what he decides to talk about, the experience he just had at the bar the day oh. before. <laughs> Go figure. So yesterday I'm hanging out at the Scotland Yard. Yes, I don't only go to the Pickwick Pub. I also go to <laughs> J.J. Sullivan's, the Scotland Yard. Uh, you know, I go to um, Pickwick Pub. HQ Bistro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. TGI Fridays. You, Genepsis. <laughs> I know that's uh, got to be some joke. Thank you. Um, you Genepsis. He goes, I'm sure that's some kind of joke. Yeah, you don't get it? I don't get it. Huge Genepsis? What's that? Well, it's a huge penis, but th- what's, oh. what, what's funny about it is that the reason why it's written that way is because our review girl, Vic, read a username and pronounced it that way. <laughs> so it's an inside joke for whoever's oh, podcast, wow. which is always fun. <laughs> I know that's got to be some joke. Thank you. Um, but anyway. All right. So let's get into what happened at the bar. And I'm very excited to tell you, I don't want to spoil anything, but he won an argument. <laughs> oh wow! I love when people tell you stories about. And then he said this, and then I said that, and he's like, "Whoa, you're so smart!" I'm like, "I know." You know, it's like, wait, wait, what? I have it all recorded. <laughs> I have it all figured out. So I'm there with two of my mates from England. <laughs> mates. <laughs> One, a Trump loyalist. The other, just blames Biden for everything. I love these hanging with his mates. He's like, "Cheerio, John. <laughs> hey, Johnny boy." 
Have a sit. <laughs> They're fops. <laughs> I know. Where's Kevin right now to play his mates from England? Ooh, I never. <laughs> so the reason why I tell these stories is because I, I think that this is what goes on maybe at your pub, you know, at your church, at your Where else people pinochle hang out? What? game. Pinochle. It doesn't matter. I, I, I think these are the kind of conversations that are going on in America as we speak. Name three places where people get together and have conversations. I can only name two. I can name three <laughs> bars. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you're hearing the about this. Pickwick. Scotland Yard. Counting with John. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're talking about this at Applebee's. One. I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. So John is telling this as a public service announcement because this conversation is happening all over America and he needs to not only educate his mates from England, <laughs> but he needs to educate all of us too, which is, which is great. So I'm talking to these two friends from England and somehow they couldn't wait to blame Biden for inflation. Now I hate to say this. No, strike that. I love to say this. I do so much research <laughs> before I even enter the pub. And I just call them all pubs. <laughs> because I know that the misinformation is going to get spewed towards me because I'm the loudest voice in the pub when it comes to the Democratic cause. Also, because I drink the most. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I know that everyone's going to yell at me because I'm the one making all the fucking noise. Everyone's in here. yelling at me, John, when are you going to pay your tab? And I say, shh. It's not, it's, it's not Biden's fault I haven't paid my tab. I did my research. I love that he says he does his research. He's so proud of himself. You're going to find out later what that entails. He did a Google search. Oh, wow. That's Causes like, of inflation. That's legit. Was his Google search. And it, it, Biden wasn't the first result. So he's like, see? There you go. <laughs> You can even look at the second page. No, not that not that page. No, not that result. No, this one over here. Don't go to DuckDuckGo either. So this is Fired Up Stuttering John. And this shows the level of political discourse that we're talking about with this asshat. I can't imagine having a conversation with this guy at a bar if you aren't agreeing with him. It's got to suck. Because I live it, love it, and I fight it all the time <laughs> against autocracy I fight against Trumpism. I fight against right-wing lunacy, racism, bigotry, transphobia, homophobia. I like how he says homophobia. Fascism. He's going to start rapping. White supremacy. Telephobia. White nationalism. Fear of phones. I am the loudest Arachnophobia. voice out of my Democratic friends. I am not an apologist. I am not a pacifist. And I will speak my mind, especially when I know the facts. And I say this with venom. <laughs> because I am so fucking sick and tired Ooh. of people coming at me. This is a one-man show. With misinformation. Telling me to shower. And misrepresentations. <laughs> I cannot fucking stomach it. 
She seems really everywhere. fun to have a drink and with. Yeah, yeah. Blaming Biden. Look how fired up he is. On inflation. This is probably what happens one. when he's teaching and someone I throws a spitball. Biden. This is how he starts talking. <laughs> <at everybody. laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys might think the spitballs are funny, but you are a racist and you are a misogynist. And he just throws out words. He doesn't even know what they mean. This is Sycophant. A, he reminds me of the band teacher in high school that would chuck erasers at our heads. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. I say, you blame Biden. Inflation is 9.1 in England. Italy is, I think, 10. Hungary, I have all the numbers. I tweeted it all out. Hungary is like, Hungry. no, Turkey's I just like 70% inflation. <laughs> but I'm saying they are misinformed. So... England number one says, well, England always follows America. England number two says, yeah, the whole world, they, they all follow America. I go, what? You really think that the British economy is solely based on America? He already changed the thing that they said. These are his really good friends yeah, that he refers friends. to as England number one and England number two. But I like that they said, well, you know, honestly, the biggest economy in the entire world does have an effect on the rest of the world, especially trading partners and the value of currency. And he goes, you think that it's solely because of the U.S.? Like, that's not what they said, John. Like, even no. him recounting it. Yeah. What an asshole! <laughs> He's doing it wrong. You owe me a drink. <laughs> he then goes on to explain that supply and demand... It's something he learned about in Economics 101, and that's what the economy has to do with, with supply and demand. It's like, holy shit, John, you must be a treat to be. <laughs> I can only imagine. And then he gets real smug right here. He talks about all of his knowledge on oil imports. Oh, I love smug, John. Now, <laughs> <laughs> his eyes get squintier the more right he knows there, about a yeah. subject. <laughs> that right there is just, turning Asian. It's just the perfect, the perfect smug John look right there. Now, wait till you hear about how I won this argument. Now, <laughs> then, like, the other reason is the war in Ukraine. Russia, which I informed England number one, I said, well, you know that Russia is a large provider of oil. No, they're not. Russia, Russia doesn't give us oil. I kid you not, folks. Jesus Christ. And if you don't know it, I'll tell you, Russia is the third largest supplier of oil in the world. Is this a recording of him doing substitute teaching? It'd be amazing. Yeah. This <laughs> like, is calling kids the, out for being assholes. I want the camera to pan to just a room full of students. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the answer is, Billy? Wrong again. <laughs> student number two. Student number one. <laughs> yeah, he calls him student one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's find out how John became so knowledgeable on all of these topics, like the economy and oil imports. But the fact that they don't know that. And I have to tell them is what is really frustrating to me. Like, I'm not claiming I'm a genius, although I am. Uh. But, you know, it doesn't take that much work 
to pick up a computer, hit Google, and look up reasons for inflation. Oh, Three words. Wow. Reasons for inflation. Showing off again. Yeah. Now, if you do that, yeah. you will find out what is really causing oh, God. the inflation and high gas prices in this country. Boom. I like that he starts by saying, I do my research. And it turned out to be a single Google search. I do yeah. my research. I saw an opinion piece. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is factual. <laughs> he goes, I give all the information. I made one Google search, and now I know. Also, John doesn't bring this up, but increased money supply is certainly one of the reasons for inflation. He never brings that up. Like, when you actually flood the country with money, yeah. it's worthless. How much was printed? That's how inflation pandemic. works. Yep. And I'm not blaming Biden for that. This has been going on for a long time. But the fact that John never even brings that up, and he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And the best part is, is that he goes, my friends are blaming Biden, which is what you, you blame the president. I'm not saying the president has any fucking control over these things, but that's what people do. And what's funny is that John doesn't pick up on the fact that he blames Trump for, for everything. everything. And that's fine. You can't blame Biden for anything, <laughs> but you can blame Trump for everything. And he says it in the next fucking breath. Oh, God. They don't realize that Donald Trump, <laughs> his response to COVID was so lame <laughs> that More people we got didn't it. have a response in the first six months of it because... This has been backed up and corroborated <laughs> because it was happening mostly to people in blue states. What? What? And Jared Kushner decided maybe not give them PPE so early. Easy. Easy, dad. Maybe we don't give them any PPE. We're, they're only killing people in blue states. Based on what? Oh wow. God. Is that crazy? Damn. That went from zero to 100 quick, didn't that's a, it? That's a conspiracy right there. That is a, a crazy conspiracy. They're like, well, we can kill some Americans. That's fine. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Holy shit. S super villain John. They, they went after <laughs> people with disabilities like stutters. How do you avoid making this a political show when you hear him lie like this? I, it's insane. I know. And, and trust me, we could get into I'm, all of I'm these things. Gonna, it's like, yeah, yeah. like, what's the point? He's just an idiot. But I did want to figure out. How did he learn about this information? <laughs> Who told him this information? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How Sparks will tell you. I think, he's told, I think he's the one who, either him or Noel Kessler were the ones to inform me on that. House Sparks is my number one news source. Don't forget, Donald Trump was out there telling people to put fucking flashlights up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> that got a genuine laugh out of me. <laughs> when he, said, he wasn't trying to be funny, but I was like, okay, that's a pretty good joke. Flashlight <laughs> up your ass. To your keys are always the last place you look. I love that he goes, so Trump was actively killing Americans. You know how I know that. The two people I have on my show who hate Trump and have nothing good to say about him told me so. Oh, well, then there you go. If Noel Kassler thinks that, that it must be true, obviously. How far gone is this guy? He's in a whole different fucking He's so dimension. So confident. Than me. Yeah, I know. It's almost like anybody can go on his podcast, tell him something, yep. and he just believes it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Like anything. We played it just a couple weeks ago. Somebody posted on there. Uh, Carl just tweeted out your uh, home address. Oh, right. And he's like, oh, 
God, there he goes again, doxing me. I'm like, I've never tweeted out anyone's home address, John. Jesus Christ. He just believes anything anyone tells him. And, and Trump likes to kill Democrats, as we all know. <laughs> I can't believe my address did not get more likes. Hey, should we give some masks to people in New York City? Fuck those people. They're blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rerouted to Florida. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <sighs> Put a flashlight up his ass. It's funny because Trump did say some fucking wacky shit. Yeah. But then the way that the telephone gang is, game has worked over the last couple of years, oh, it's yeah. now turned into like you said, shove a flashlight up your ass. Like If he would have said that, I would have been fucking laughing my ass off. <laughs> I think you would have gotten reelected if he would have said that. <laughs> Pretty good. And it, not to get political, Frank, to your point. Yeah. The person who actually did actively kill people was Governor Cuomo. Yep. And Newsom. And then don't. Fr- uh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but li- literally, they came out and confessed that they made the wrong decision and lied yes. about it mm-hmm. because they didn't want to fuel Trump. Yep. Like, well, yeah, of course we made the wrong decision by, by making all of those people go back to the nursing homes. But, you know, we had to do that. We had to lie about it because, geez, Trump could have used that as like a campaign slogan or something. Like, um, that's evil. You people are evil. You know that, right? And then he's turned it into. Trump with PPE for some reason. It's fun stuff. Oh, John. All right, let's get into some investment advice. Oh, and also, I want to remind everyone, I made this declaration on the show last week. We need to keep John's career alive. Everyone vote for Trump in 2024. Okay. It's the only thing that's going to get CNN and MSNBC ratings again, or guys like Stuttering John and Hale Sparks, because it's getting old now. Like, There's no boogeyman They're running anymore. out of gas. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's it's like Spider Man, and there's no supervillains. Right? Like, well, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Just shooting guy's... webs at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> literally the the plot to Mystery Men. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's, there's nothing to solve yeah. anymore. Okay, well, it kind of sucks. Let's get some investment advice from uh, our friend Stat Joe, who's rolling in dough. So why not? Look, I got plenty of stocks. I'm getting <laughs> crushed. Some of them are mismatched. I lost like half of my shack. fucking assets and stock. I'm getting killed. Thankfully, I'm not a short-term investor. <laughs> you should be. You know, when you buy Disney and Ford and GM and American Airlines and the various other stocks that I hold, you don't worry because it's going to come back. There'll always be Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. There'll always be Ford Fusions and all the Ford Damn, Broncos. That's the car and all- I drive. Is it? Yeah. Ford discontinues lines all the time. There'll always be Ford Fusions, will there? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have stock Before in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, stock in Star Wars. I invest in Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Instead of mad money, it's stuttering money. Nichols. It'll come back. GM as well. American It'll Airlines come will come back. back. Just like Heather. And, and, and the other blue <laughs> chips that I have. Oh, he's got it all figured out. He's got all the chips. All right. So John's lost half of his assets, but he's confident that he'll live long enough to see that come back. I'm not, but I hope it's true. So let's find out the only thing that John holds Biden accountable for. Because John has said, I'm not an apologist. I just think he's doing a great job. (laughs) and He's doing everything right, except for one thing. The only thing that I blame Joe Biden for, the only thing, Uh is Merrick Garland. Okay. Now I know you go loyal. You go low. Just told us to be patient. Things will get better. <laughs> Garland's gonna do his job. 
I don't buy it. <laughs> so the only thing he's concerned about <laughs> is Merrick Garland. Not Afghanistan? I, I mean, nothing else that Biden do wrong? I'm, I'm a little surprised he's been in office for a long time. I feel like he would have made a few mistakes here and there. Not according to John. All right, so then John brings his guest on finally because this is painful. This whole, this whole segment that he was not prepared for is super painful. So finally he brings on Ron Filipowski, and Ron wants to ask John a question. I just found this back and forth kind of amusing. Hi, John. John, can I? am I allowed to ask you a, a <laughs> question about uh, your experience on Howard Stern? Allowed. Yes, just just don't talk about the conversation we had earlier. No, 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 no. Yes, it's just something I always wanted to ask you for a long, long time. Sure. So you, can I? I can do that. Okay. Because you know, I, I'm an open book. All right. Just talk about. Don't talk about the pictures I sent you of my penis. <laughs> yeah, he goes talk about anything you want. I'm an open book. Right after saying, <laughs> let's not talk about the thing we were just talking about, though. Right? Oh God, yeah. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> What's that all about? I'll talk about anything. So there's this podcaster, Rochester. Nope. Who are these? Nope. <laughs> Carl. Nope. Nope. Uh, all right. So then, this interview is bonkers because Ron decides to talk to him about Howard Stern, and John goes through all of the things we've heard a thousand <laughs> times. Getting the job on the Tonight Show and how he tried to talk to Howard about it. Howard didn't want to talk to him. And then Hardy said to do this and Robin said to do that. It's like, Jesus Christ, why are you rehashing this? You would think he'd be bored of these stories. I am. Yes. How is he not He's bored of telling to these stories? He's impress just Ron. This could I have been so. a phone conversation. This, this should have been a phone this didn't conversation. didn't have to be a podcast. This should not be a show. Everyone's heard these things a million times. So after talking about how great he was on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and he talks about how, like, well, that's how they discovered me on The Tonight Show. They saw me on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and so they had me on the show, on The Tonight Show. She saw me and fell in love with me. Then they booked me as a guest. Then I came to the show, was a guest, and I killed it. It's on my website, SutteringJohnMelendez.com. You should watch my first appearance on The Tonight Show. Killed it. So you were on as a guest. Yes, and Jay... I didn't know that. Okay. Jay was laughing his ass off. Oh. The whole crowd he is laughing. Uncle Rico was from Napoleon honest. Dynamite. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. So Julius pointed this out. He calls. He just shows about Southern Jenny. He calls it the Uncle Rico show. Yes. Because, yeah, every single story is just like, I was the best. Everyone loved me. It was unbelievable how great I was. The, the idea that he would tell a guest on his show, go to my website and watch my first appearance on The Tonight Show. Like, no, it's fine. No, I'll wait for you. Go ahead. <laughs> Bring, yeah. bring it up. Go do it, it right now. I'll bring it up. Uh, I happen to have it right It's still loading, <laughs> right? <laughs> Refresh it. Jay was laughing his ass off. The whole crowd <laughs> laughing. I was honest. I'm, I'm a New Yorker. And 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 it was just jokes that I had written on the way there. And um, <laughs> Jesus, John. It's so embarrassing. I know. Let's look at his website real quick. <laughs> because it's a little dated. He couldn't just get stutteringjohn.com? Yeah. <laughs> no, he had to get stutteringjohnmelendez.com or johnmelendez.com right. or something. That would be easy. No, it has to be stuttering in it. Of course, all caps. I don't do politics in my stand-up, but what? when it comes to oh my, my podcast, I am dedicated to taking down the dotard known as Donald Trump. Please press the donate button to keep the podcast going to guarantee his fat ass is voted out in November. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know he was still in office. Apparently he is, which is interesting because... 
the copyright on this website is next year. Oh, oh Dante. <laughs> Dante is still his uh, contact. Oh, yeah. He might want to update that, too, because he's been fired Have from Golden Artist Entertainment. Have you tried to Dante yet? I should. I should reach out to him. We should He'd be interesting. Him. Do you have his number? It's right there. Um, well, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> we all have his number. Good point. Yeah, I should give him a call. Mr. Kister. This website was made in the future <laughs> when Donald Trump is still in office yeah, and needs to like, be taken out. It's like when you leave your Christmas tree up and it's May. It's like, is it yeah. too early or is it too late? <laughs> yeah, right. We do this. Yeah. It's Christmas in July. <laughs> so this is his website. It starts with this ridiculous oh picture. Oh, my God. How many pounds ago is that? Also, shit. can you find one photo of you not holding a beer on stage? Can you try to be professional for a half a fucking second on the homepage of your own website? Yeah, but uh, that's a Bud Light. That's how people know that that's I'm it. cool. Yeah. What's he got on, on upcoming appearances? Anything Anything new? All right, let's look at that. I want to say, I don't it know. It says upcoming appearances, not even appearances with an S. Upcoming <laughs> appearance. <laughs> Literally one. It's yeah. in the singular. My upcoming appearance. He knows he's only going to have one booking at I'll a time. I'll be in Canoga Park. Webmaster called yeah. his bluff. I'll, I'll be in court on. this Monday. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the Home Depot. I only have one show at a time. Does anyone else, anyone else, I don't care what profession you're in, <laughs> have lawsuits? As the main navigation <laughs> on your website. Oh. <laughs> Before swag. Before yeah. swag. Damn. Swag, which I pointed out before, stuff we all get is supposed to be free. I, yeah. Yeah. I, had, right. I had no idea what swag stuff Yeah, stuff we all got. <laughs> but he, he thinks that's merchandise because he's a fucking moron. Ugh. I love that he has lawsuit. Let's look at that real quick. This is. The whole, yeah, the, the SiriusXM lawsuit, which is in the process Why? of getting thrown out right now. Like, you might want to take that Why off your website. Why would you have this on your website? All right, you guys ready? Let's see what's out there. Does it make them seem appearance. edgy? Oh. Oh, it's all. <laughs> it's all old. No, oh, it's all, no. It's way old. The it's pandemic. A, uh, it's almost a year old. Pandemic. Ah, and he's looking up at the dates like, oh, I know. It's literally <laughs> all of our faces when we look at his gigs. Right. <laughs> And you don't dabble. How dare you, sir? This this website was written in the future. See, what sucks about it is he just explicitly told Ron to go to his website. Yes. So it's active, in his opinion. Oh, Why yeah. Th that's, you, thank you, Frank. Thank you for pointing that out. Because it's one thing to say, like, his website's out of date and you should probably right. update it. Right, right. But he's actively telling people go to, his website. to go to his website and check it out. And it's embarrassing. So let's go to his um the thing he's talking about. Is yeah, here it is on the homepage. Right his Tonight Show appearance. His heyday. His TNT show. Oh no, his it doesn't. It doesn't work. TNT oh, show. Hey. All right, my what is the date on this? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. TNT two night show. Does he think two night is two words? <laughs> <laughs> what the oh, fuck is that? Oh, no. two. What else could it be? <laughs> wait, two TNT. TNT, the, the, TNT was the a network. Night. Yeah, it's not TNT. I'm confused. I don't, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's like it was dynamite? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on the Howard Stern show. I do like that when I pause it, I see one of my videos showing. <laughs> it's also just on, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Please welcome wow, it's hard to make Leno laugh. John Melendez. <laughs> I made Leno laugh. Yeah, he laughed at the title of the show here. It's not. He laughed at your credit. <laughs> yeah, it's not difficult. Yeah. He's also a <laughs> comic. <laughs> <laughs> That guy. I've never seen that guy. Holy shit. What's Who is that? Hat? I don't know. He looks like Snoopy's brother. <laughs> oh, that's the, a deep the, bull. The, 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 the dry boy that was right. in the desert. Hey. 
so thin. What? All right, thank you. There you are. I can't believe I'm here today. I well, it's nice to have you here. Well, you're a celebrity now. Was Jared from Subway busy tonight? Or what happened? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Is that one of the ones that he wrote in the car? Well. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not yeah. That one of those he you wrote in the know, car on the way over. He bought that hat that week. You know, he's like, oh, that I day. need something edgy. Yeah. Yeah. I need something different to wear. Higgs and Paul, you catch on fast. Can, Can I take this off? Take that stupid hat off. Yeah. My wife said I look good with the hat, but I don't know. What do you think? Take it off. You fucking stupid. My wife says I look good in this hat, and where are my checks? <laughs> Also, I don't have a wife. <laughs> you're, you're late with the child support, but she says a lot of things. It's ridiculous. And you know, it makes your hair look good too. But yeah, you know, you oh no! Now tell me about it. you're just back from Australia. From yeah. I'm a what celebrity. What was the fucking point of the prop? Uh, he comes out and the hat takes off immediately, and now his hair looks like shit. What was the point of that? It's a talking point. <laughs> it's a conversation starter. Something you're on a talk show. You don't need a conversation <laughs> starter. In case we have nothing to talk Shay about. Shay will take care of that. Talk about my hat. He's got notes. She did a pre-interview. You're fine. You should have worn a fucking top hat. I don't know. The only thing worse would have been had a smaller hat underneath it. <laughs> the only thing that would have been worse. No, that would have been hilarious. No, John, are you better or worse than the average of your four grandparents? <laughs> Get me out of here. Let me be honest. When they called you, did you know you were a celebrity? No. <laughs> That's a great question. Why does he think he's world famous now, then? Consider myself like G-list celebrities. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I can't get down with with humble, self-deprecating jobs. It has to be the '90s or the early aughts, right? Early aughts. It's it's not a wide. Uh, what's it called? Oh aspect yeah, you're right. Is, aspect ratio is four this by is like three. Twenty years old. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he left Howard in '04 to go on the Tonight Show. So this was obviously before that. So it's probably it's like fifteen. Some, yeah. Well, no, it's probably like twenty. Five years. He's also still married to Suzanne. Yeah, right. And Jared right, so Fogel is not a pedophile yet. There's a couple of clues right there. <laughs> Good call. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Um, I know that wow. you guys have to get out of here. I want to play. There was a song that we played on the bonus show, but I want to play it on here. It comes from Chris Lombardo. This is Behind Bloodshot Eyes. Ha, <laughs> ha,
No one knows what it's like to be a wall behind a paywall with bloodshot eyes. No one knows what it's like to be hateful, to be ungrateful, to tell and only lies. for keeping the song parody thing going nice. Chris Lombardo hey. yeah that one gained steam at the end it was it was picking up yeah ramped up for us all What's right the parking spot for Opie joke you don't know oh, that don't Opie's know that biggest stress in life is finding a parking spot really yeah because he stopped paying for parking in his building oh. so now he does these shows from his car Oh. Where he has to move his car for the street sweeper. Right, the alternate side. And okay. then try to get a spot again, and it stresses him out. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's fun. But now he's at the beach for the summer. Oh, good Because for him. like teachers. He needs to process trauma. <laughs> yeah. He needs to process the trauma he's had <laughs> in his life. Um, all right, I know you guys got to go. You got a gig tonight in Buffalo. Producer Chris and I are going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah. But before you do that, we have to play one more game. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? And you you happen to be very comfortable with people hating on I, you. I don't care. You know, I guess I, it's horrible sometimes. Yeah, I no, but I guess really it's I guess it's you because know? of the thick skin after being on Stern and getting abused so long that at this point, it doesn't matter to me. Like, who are these people? Who cares? Who are these people? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've never heard this clip before. This is interesting. I like thick skin John. Yeah. Who's this guy? <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's Trump because you're right. They're, they're right because they just, who know, they, they, they're, not, they're not happy with themselves. But, sure. but it's also because, like, look, I'm not saying, I'm, I'll never say 
that I'm the most successful person on earth or whatever. But the one thing, and I think this is good for anybody to say, for Royce, for Don, and for you, Mike, and for anybody listening. What did John say next? Oh, it Mike like he has a cold. Yeah, he doesn't sound good. He's going to school us on how to have thick skin. Okay. And not take things personally. This will be interesting. I'm definitely going to get this wrong. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. I will not get this right. Here are your choices. Number one, there was a time that I was one of, you know, the most successful people in entertainment. <laughs> but I never forgot where I came from. He might have said that. Mm. It's possible. Number B. To prop yourself up every once in a while. Like, it's good for your brain to list in your mind all of the things you've accomplished. <laughs> Next, success breeds contempt. Uh, it is the most fascinating part of being successful. Hmm. Some people hate you for the success you've been successful at but it's actually envy that the hater has number four you should always take care of people on your way up he would never say that because those are the people that'll stab you in the back <laughs> on the way down yeah he might have said Lastly, yeah he could have butchered that I think Warren Buffett said you've got to plant a tree today so that you can have some shade tomorrow when you sit down. <laughs> like, what I mean is, you have to save for a rainy day. <laughs> because the good times don't last forever. Oh, God. But I was ready for it. To catch a dabbler. I like the last one the best. It might be that. I think it's number one. Okay. I'm going with, with number A. All right, number A. I've forgotten what so many of these are. I know. But I, I'm going to go with B. Okay. Because it was funny to me. Yeah. That's, right? that's uh, prop yourself up and list accomplishments. Just yeah. so you know. Oh, right. Always remember your accomplishments in your mind. Tell yourself yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Which, the things you were a you, yes. that you had success successful at. <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> that's why I'm not going to pick that one. Yeah. I, as it was much too as funny. Fumbles, yeah. I'm going to go with A as well. Okay. Jeez. Oh, Frank, never follow me, man. I never get these right. <laughs> I'm going with uh, letter five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens. We, we just played this game with Jim Florentine an hour ago, and all of us got it wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we even had uh, video involved. Yeah, we had too. nine people yeah, in the room. No and got it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Who don't? They, they, they're not they're not happy with themselves. So but, sure. but it's also because like, like Mike Machete. Mike well, Machete. I'm yeah. not oh, saying. Okay. I'll, I'll never say that I'm the most successful person on earth or whatever. But the, the one thing, and I think this is good for anybody to say, for Royce, for Don, and for you, Mike, and for anybody listening, to prop yourself up every once in a while. You know, it, it, it's good for your brain to list in your mind Nailed all the it. things you've accomplished. Queen of the Dabblers, oh, everybody. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Coming yes! through. That's all for this week. My child. Come my back sweet next summer week child. to find out if you 
Wait, are man did enough? You, did he say the whole like success and then successful? Like that's all for this week. No, no, no. Wrap yourself up, everyone. Wait, I want to hear how this goes. It, it, it's good for your brain to list in your mind all the things you've accomplished. It's it's good in your brain to list in your mind all the things you've accomplished, which is something that he, he reiterates all the time. What came after that? Everything he's ever accomplished. I think that was that's it. all for this yeah, week. Uh, okay. There's there was five something... choices. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I think you're thinking of the third one was the funny one. Oh, yeah. maybe the success, into the successful, success, success, success. So, you, wait, you got it right by mistake? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy was on technicality. Two and three were together. <laughs> Damn it. You were doing so well for yourself. You ruined it all. All I have to do is not admit to it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chrissy, this show's coming out on Thursday. You have some dates coming up. Yes. Let's see if you can remember them again. <laughs> I can remember them. So September 8th, I'll be in Austin, Texas at the Cap City Comedy Club. September 14th at the Philly Helium. Uh, September 16th and 17th at the Comedy Cove in Jersey. September 30th and October 1st, I'll be at the Comedy House New Orleans for four shows. Uh, and then we're doing another content house in Orlando, Florida. And to kick it off, we're doing a Comedians of the Compound at the Orlando Improv on Thursday, October 27th. And who's going to be part of the Comedians of the um, Compound? I, obviously myself, Gino Bisconti. He'll probably hopefully be in good shape by then. Uh-huh. And Anthony Cumia, Lila Hart, a couple other special guests. Nice. Yeah. So no Pat Dixon at that one, huh? You know, we weren't going to book him to begin with. It all worked out. <laughs> it all and worked then, out, yeah. he got fired. Is so he going to be upset if we don't book him? Yeah, well, let's just fire him instead. All right, that's fine. That'll work. Oh, God. Do you have any uh, any comments on that? I know you've talked about it on your I, show. You know, I'm like not really surprised because like, He's not really someone who I feel like has had like a lot of accountability in his life. He's never really like worked for a boss. So I had Garrett and, on the show last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, we were listening. Okay. Yeah. And and Garrett said, Well, back up because it Pat kind of started this whole thing. Yes, because he had or, I'm Keanu sorry, he said on. Gino started this whole thing. Really? He thinks Gino had so Gino had Keanu on, and I guess they were doing they were kind of a little bit making fun of Pat. Like they had Bobby do the voice of Pat, like with the moving mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't listen to the episode yet, but I guess they were making fun of him. But like Pat is someone who kind of thinks like everyone is out to get him and you know he like kind of has no chill. So he I think made it bigger in his mind. Okay. Like, oh God, he needs to enact this revenge. But like literally all he had to do was not hit Gino. Like he could have this had a podcast for because uh, Pat took exception to Aaron and Gino having her on as a guest. Oh yeah, when ago. I first started Go coming on back. in hot water, yeah. he yeah. he was upset. He he told him to stop having me on. And when I pitched Wet Spot to Compound, yeah. Pat actually said like he was going to take it as a personal offense if my show was picked up. So then he actually credits, why does he operate like that? That's he credits weird, right? himself for the reason that I got. A show because you know everyone just dislikes him so much that they picked it up just to spite him and it's like dude i also didn't even see or talk to you for four fucking years after we broke up like i think that's enough time and then my mom died and i was like i need to get do more comedy things i need to like get out a little more and said started doing more podcasts and that's how i arrived at compound so, I like how you worked in your mom dying just to make Pat feel extra bad about yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a grieving <laughs> process here. Yes, she is dead, everyone. So, yeah, he's kind of always had, like, impulse control problems. And so I'm, like, not really surprised that he, you know, hit Gino. It's just like... He's got a strong right hook, though, huh? I'm surprised. Yeah? yeah I'm surprised he, he had it in him. Like, I, I don't know. The he, size differential between the two is kind of dramatic, too. Yeah. I mean, Pat's a little taller than me. Yeah, Gino's um, Oh, I didn't realize that Pat was... He's yeah, like, I'm about 5'11", 6". Okay. He's got an inch or two at least on me. Okay. And Gino's maybe 5'7". Yeah, he's... 
and he's very but skinny now, too. Both of these men have osteoporosis. Like, nobody is in good shape. Like, nobody's working out. This you know? fight didn't happen at the gym. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was at a bar. E everyone involved is brittle. So anything could have happened. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Carl from the future. This is Carl from Wednesday, July 20th. And because Chrissy and Frank had a schedule going on and we tried to cram two episodes into one day, we never got to the teaser. And I'd hate to leave you guys blue balling over the teaser. So we've done it all. You know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. I'm excited about this one. We got Croge coming over on Saturday. It's been a minute. Since Crows has been on the show, and here's a familiar voice for you. You know, when I was going through everything, do you have autism, or are you on, like, the cuff of autism? <laughs> yeah, I'm just Asian. Oh, you really? That analytical. was a fucking joke? Yeah. Oh, he had me. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, wow, this is really, wow. You fucking had me. Pull that Twitter up. Only I'm not that autistic. But if you would, if you didn't know. Yeah, and you and I when I watched the Twitter, I, I said to Tyler, I go, "Oh man, he's he's got autism." I just donated a bunch of shit to autism. You know, <laughs> play this guy. I mean, this is believable to anybody. Oh, uh, the uh, yeah diagnosis. Yeah. When someone tells you they're not retarded, you shouldn't say, "Really? Are you sure about that?" Because I was convinced. Tommy is the best. MSCS Media is the show we'll be reviewing. Non stuttering John related MSCS Media. To see what else that guy's up to when he's not talking about Jackie the Jokester and Crazy Richard. But also, there was an episode that John dropped yesterday that we're going to have to discuss. I have a special guest coming on, aside from Croge, someone who knows Centering John very well, very intimately, is going to come on the show. I'm excited about that. And we'll be talking about these crazy threats that John is putting out there on this latest episode, things like this. David Dioxin, Canada Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David, you're going to be getting a uh, cease and desist pretty soon. Um, good as gold, Michelle Johnson warned us. Look, I've had it with, the, with what's going on and these, you know, and I don't want to give them any, but let's just say two cease and desists have been sent out already. I'm one. So keep those super chats coming because it keeps me in the legal battle. But two are ready. The one going out today is a big one. And I will be on the news with the one that goes out today. <laughs> and then two more after that. Okay. Yep. I'm sick of these freaking idiots. And it's time that I took a stand. As soon as they canceled my stand-up gigs, the war is on. And I will win that war. David William Liam Persky Holton, because I have the law on my side. Although in this country, the law doesn't seem to fucking matter anymore, does it? All right, so he's already predicting that he's going to lose these things. This is insane. He sent out two cease and desist so far. One's to me, I think the other one went to Hockey Puck. And he's saying that he's sending out one that's going to make the news. He elaborates on this later on in the episode. He'll be on every news channel talking about this cease and desist. I can only imagine it's Reddit because we know that he's been sending DMCA strikes to Reddit. We saw his inbox. We know that the Dabblers Anonymous subreddit is posting clips of beer on the balcony. So I'm sure John thinks that he's going to get Reddit shut down or something. So 
that's going to be interesting because again, another stuttering John prediction. And we, I wish I was just clipping these from the beginning. All the things he said would happen. None of them would happen. If he would have said, Royce, you're not going to believe this, but someday I'll be pathetically podcasting from a empty room in my shitty apartment and not understanding how my equipment works with a shitty echo going on because I don't know how microphones work. If he would have said that, I'm like, well, yeah, there's a possibility. He would have nailed it. But no. Instead, he, he says all these crazy things. Yeah, honestly, running for senator might not be the craziest thing John's done in his life, which is saying something. Anyway, I digress. The point is, I'm going to get back to the episode that we recorded on Saturday, but tune in this weekend. I'm excited about MSCS Media. We have a special guest and this latest stuttering John. Sue everyone drama that's unfolding in front of us should be a lot of fun to get to. And who knows? Maybe I'll be swatted by that. I don't know. I don't hear any helicopters, but I'm in the basement. So it's hard to say. We'll find out. All right. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much. Frank, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun, and I know you got to go. And uh, so we'll hit some voicemails and stuff. Um, And please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everyponies. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. these podcasts i don't know i don't get it makes no sense <clears throat> all right hey <laughs> and we're back i thought they had hard out i guess they didn't i no. guess we were hanging out for a minute <laughs> whoops hard seltzers <laughs> yeah nothing hard about that all right um what where did we leave off with the outro right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you know what that means <laughs> it's time for more voicemails <laughs> uh Hey, Carl, I was just listening to the uh, midweek episode, and um, Vinny was telling that story about Burt Kreischer and how he had someone that worked with him that realized he fucking sucks, and it kind of reminded me I have a story similar to that. A few years back, I was in my military unit with the Army, and we had just finished a two-week exercise out in the field, and the last day was a mandatory morale day, which is basically a day that the Army tells you you have to get drunk and have fun. Okay. And um, sounds fun. We were sitting around having a barbecue, and I thought it'd be a funny idea to connect to the Bluetooth speaker and play Burt Kreischer's The Machine stand-up routine. And that um, when we got to that last line where he talks about the police officer says, fuck that bitch, this is Russia, everyone in this group from different backgrounds and different ethnicities just looked at me like I was fucking retarded and asked me, is that it? That, that's the joke. You you made us endure this. So 
I learned that day that, yeah, Burt Kreischer kind of fucking sucks. And, you know, his, his stand-up bit isn't even that funny. Because if you really start thinking about the details of that story, it doesn't even make sense. Your college paid off the mafia to protect you? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's been trash all along. And no one should be a fan of him. I got beat up and raped in the shower that night. All right, call me back. <laughs> Isn't that the worst when you like enjoy something? You're like, oh my gosh, you guys are gonna love this. This yeah. is so great. And then it gets done. I was looking at you like, yeah. what the fuck was I? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for ruining the party. <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess I'm the idiot. Uh, <laughs> There's the it. door. That is a funny story though. I, I that's gonna be like a, the next genre of podcasting. The moment you realize Bert Kreischer has no talent, <laughs> there's gonna be hundreds. where were you when yeah, you realized? Gonna, there's gonna be hundreds of podcasters <laughs> talking about that. You know, Carl was doing this back in uh, 2019, way back. All right. On the twelfth week of the Bay Area, bits the voicemail said to me. <laughs> Artist Electric and the detective talked to the jury about the shooter. He shot a rapist, dude. He was fucking saw a second biker. I saw him too. Hear the guy who sees, see him here. This is fucking dumb. And a bike playing WATC. That's well done. Yeah, I, I, I'm in again. I, yeah, that was yeah, pretty good. Keep it going. <laughs> just rejuvenated the bit. Uh, uh, somebody just came back in our house. Oh. Do you want to check on that for me, Producer Chris? They must have, maybe they left something, or maybe they're robbing us. Maybe they liked the my PRS guitars. They're on full display. Ugh. All right. Fun day today. Let's see what else is going on. Carl, the most uh, illuminating aspect of that Tom Myers segment last week was uh, that we found out that he's into BBC cuckold porn, because the only white men who have that kind of opinion about white dick are fucking losers that watch their wives get railed by bestial African bandagos, which also means he's into bestiality. Go fuck yourself. All right. That, that could be true. Tom does put off cuckold video vibes. What do you look at him? He's a little bit of a creep. Who was here? Is that Jen from the Jingles Department? I actually don't know these guys, but they seem cool. <laughs> okay, cool. He so, just told out themselves or yeah, whatever. There's pizza. Yeah, we got pizza and snacks out for him. <laughs> hey, Carl. This is a midweek episode, and you've got no game at the end of the show. So I guess I'll start one with you. Uh, let's play tic-tac-toe. All right. I'll be circles. I'm going bottom left. Your I'll, turn. I'll go top right. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll conclude this off the air, sir. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, Carl, this is a, your Patreon. My name is John. I just want you to know that uh, I am donating $5 a month to Suttering John's Patreon per your request. Um, right. Just let us know on the show when you think we should stop. But uh, if you're looking for us to support him, I'll keep giving him money every month until you say not to. Have a good week. Awesome. Bye. Thank you. We got to keep John's show going. The only way to do that is to fund his show. And I do want to point out, we have had a bunch of people who have started uh, funding John's show. Mm -hmm. It's not like he's going to get rich. No. The, the people who are upset that John's going to start making a lot of money, he's not going to make a lot of money from his show. It's just enough to keep him going. Just enough to keep the dabblers uh, anonymous, a fun place to hang as John continues to fall on his face. I mean, literally... 
I needed to pull some John stuff because Chrissy was coming over. So I'm like, I'll just watch the latest episode. And then there was that 30 minute span where he's trying to fill time. I'm like, this, everything he does, everything he does, is just gold. He's just falling yeah. on his face nonstop. Um, all right, the RPD called me. Hi, Mr. Hamburger. This is uh, Officer Curtis with the Rochester Police Department. I got a call about somebody named Stuttering John Melendez. When I asked to confirm his name, he assumed I was his fan. And he particularly requested that I put my knee on your neck for nine minutes, ten to be sure. I, it sounds odd, but I want to let you know that there's a deranged lunatic on the loose. Have a good day. Thank you, officer. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate that. Weird that he found our uh, voicemail line Yeah, to get in touch with me on. Hey, Carl, Tucker Dixon here. I realize I don't make any money off these voicemails, and I've been listening to Jerry Banfield, and I think I figured out something I can do. Do you want that thing is, Carl? What is that thing, Tucker? <laughs> now that you've figured out you're not making any money and you want to make money, how do you do it? Hey, Carl, it's Tucker Dixon. The answer is two voicemails. These are really <laughs> easy for me to do. Yeah. And by leaving two voicemails, I can double my money. It's so simple. Oh, Jerry Banfield is a genius. Anyway, that's all I got. Tucker, out. Two voicemails. That's the winning formula right there. Two. You nailed it. My dick's covered in shit. My dick's covered in shit. My dick's covered in shit. My dick's covered in hatred. Putting it back in. Putting it back in the pussy. Putting it back in. Putting it back in the pussy. Can I steal that song? Yes. I like that one. Next year on the uh, I Stuff Karaoke Show. <laughs> Nick Bates and that song. <laughs> yeah, instead of doing Electric Six, I'll do that. So, Carl, this is Rex Sexton. I was listening to the bonus episode about how stuttering John hooked up with a woman who wouldn't take her bra off. Well, a few years ago, I had the opportunity to hook up with this super hot chick who I had a crush on in high school, and now, some 10 years later, we're making out in my childhood bedroom after I matched with her on Tinder. We start undressing each other. She gives me a blowjob while I'm also going down on her. I put a condom <laughs> on and go for her bra strap, and she's like, let's save that for next time. I'm like, what the hell? You know I love sucking titty, and now you're going to deny me after all these years? Well, eventually, she acquiesces and takes it off. So she's on top of me riding, and I'm fondling her. Then I lean forward and pop one of them jugs into my mouth and start licking and sucking. like sound like Ricky Berwick. Uh, Maybe 15 seconds later, I'm like, what the fuck is in my mouth? And I spit out this big, like, meaty flap. I turn on the nightstand lamp, and to my horror, I'm staring at this chapped, flaking, oozing, pustulating set of tits that I just had down my goddamn throat. My boner was instantly destroyed, and there is nothing more pathetic than a magnum condom drooping off a nine-inch cock that is trying to wither back inside your own body. Well, inside my own body. Anyway, the moral is, if a chick says she's keeping her bra on, just say okay and bust on her face instead. Go fuck yourself and call me back. I like that story. It's one of those stories that like teaches a lesson. Yes. You know, like an Aesop very, fable. A very gross lesson. <laughs> when a girl wants to leave her bra on, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Let her do it. Yeah, girls like attention. Just yeah, when right. they don't, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a good reason. Hey, Carl, this is Prep Boy Rick. 
I just wanted to say that I tried to call swatting on you for tomorrow when your show's going to start, but it didn't work, and that the SWAT team actually came all the way across the country, swatted me, killed all of my pets, oh, no. and then killed me. Obviously, <laughs> this was a bad idea, and yeah. why you don't SWAT people, because I'm now dead. Fuck. Take care. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Call me back. Prep Boy Rick out. Oh, that's too bad. I hope that's a joke. I hope Prep Boy Rick isn't really dead. <laughs> that'd be a bummer. I know. I like that guy. This is for all the people on the subreddit. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He's not telling you or demanding you to give money to John. He's just suggesting that you show him some support so he doesn't go away forever. Correct. He's done the same thing with Patty C. Tuck. That's true. I did. Jesus Christ. You people are so fucking retarded. Call me back. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, this has been a marathon session. Producer Chris, we've done it all. Hey, ooh. finally did it all. We, finally, we actually finally <laughs> did do it all. I got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> Joe got a Discord thinks I should leave in all the dead air <laughs> in the final episode. Josh. Whoa, a four-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just them talking about Chad Zubak with the microphones turned off. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I should have recorded that room. We should. Oh, my God. The conversations I've had this weekend could have all been podcasts. Juicy guys. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Bye, everybody. Bye.